the basis of my healthcare model also rests with purpose. Why are you here? What is it that you're supposed to do here at this time? Some people are not taking care of their garden because they don't feel like they have a purpose or any reason to be here. There's nothing, nothing special about them. But guys, take care of your garden. Keep the weeds out. It's easier to keep the weeds that pluck up one little weed than to clean out the whole garden. Are you burned out? Overwhelmed? Not managing stress well? Have you lost that fire for a profession that you loved? Are you a physician that trained over a decade for a career you now resent? I'm Dr. V, and I'm a burnout survivor. I call myself the Harriet Tubman of healthcare because I'm free and I'm coming back to get you so you can be free too. Let's move from fed up to fixing it. Although I'm a doctor, this does not make me your doctor. The information on the podcast, including opinions and recommendations, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to be a substitute for the advice of an appropriately qualified and licensed physician or other healthcare provider. Hey, it's Dr. V. Yeah, you're listening to Office Business with Dr. V, and I'm your host. I'm Benita Renato. I'm a board-certified OBGYN and a board-certified lifestyle medicine physician. And I officially stopped practicing full-time private practice, obstetrics and gynecology, August 27th of 2021. And I was burned out, but I also felt a calling to educate people on how to take better care of their health. And really, how to be happy, how to enjoy this life, this one life that we get. Now, maybe you believe in reincarnation, but this one life during this time that we get. And so along this journey, I've learned a lot about myself. I've met great people through recording a podcast. That's one of the cool things about doing a podcast is that you meet people from all walks of life. And I am a traditionally trained physician. So I am an MD. I have a medical degree. And I was trained in traditional, we call it allopathic medicine. I have since met people who were trained in Chinese medicine and who believe in acupuncture and energies and chakras and yellows. My mind is expanding. And so I'm bringing that to you all under the guise of lifestyle medicine. And the pillars of lifestyle medicine, I feel, are basically just the foundation, just the basics that you need to do before you go reaching for a pill, before you go reaching for surgery, and even before you do acupuncture. These are some of the basic things that you need to have in place or at least assess or evaluate how well you're doing in these areas. And so there's since plus one. So officially from the American College of Lifestyle Medicine, ACLM, is nutrition, physical activity, sleep, stress management, reducing risky substances, and healthy relationships. My plus one, I'm just kind of putting in the happiness. Happiness is purpose, is having meaning in your life, accomplishing things, it's positive psychology, it's mindfulness, it's all of that good, good 
just kind of wrapped up in that just kind of gels everything together. When you exercise, you're happy. When you're out in nature, you're happy. And when you got good relationships, you're happy. So that's my plus one. And I'm just going to just kind of share another, a lesson from the garden. I think I might make this a series because every time I get out in the garden, I feel like I can apply it to our lives. So I'm an OBGYN. And one reason I became an OBGYN is because I learned about how there is a seed that grows into a human being that comes out as a baby. Completely fascinating. So it's really not a surprise that I like gardening and to put a seed in the ground, watch it grow and watch it bear fruit that then I can eat that is then nourishing to my body. And then I've got more seeds in the fruit and I can save those and plant more and have more. So it's multiplication, is fruitfulness, is everything. I'm a Christian. Uh, and I'm just like, God is doing his thing out in that garden. Uh, and I believe he's doing the same in us. And so I'm coming clean today with this particular lesson from the garden. So I've been on social media, Instagram and Facebook, primarily showing you guys photos of my garden, which I love. It's really, it's big and it's probably too much. I'm getting ready for the spring and I've got to put lime in and I've got to put more dirt in, which I'm going to do, use compost. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to get into the details. If you want more, just holler at me on social media. But I'm preparing and I had to do measurements. It's 400 square feet. And so I'm going to the garden center and it's almost like it's the walk of shame because I let my garden go. I let it go. So 400 square feet, that's a lot. Why do I need a garden that big? I think big, y'all. And I'm like, maybe somebody wants some space. I can grow a whole lot and give it away. But it's a lot. It's a lot to maintain. Um, I probably would be fine with just maybe a fourth of that or even half of that. Anyway, so last year, 2022, you know, it was a lot. The weeds were getting to us. And it's like almost there's a point where if you don't take care of the weeds when they pop up, they start to just take off. And it becomes so much harder to clear them out because they've got roots now. And it's almost like they're like supercharged and they just spread and, and go everywhere. And so we were planning a trip to California or we went to California and we were there for a week. So before I left, them weeds, uh, they were out of control, but it was doable. It was manageable. I'll get to it when I get back. I'll get to it when I get back. So we go to California. It was for my husband's 50th birthday. We had a great time. What happened when we were in California? Now, we were in Southern California. And if y'all remember that song, It Never Rains in Southern California. It wasn't raining in Southern California, but guess where it was raining? It was raining in Jamestown, North Carolina, on my garden. It was raining. I mean, honestly, it probably rained more than 50% of the time that we were gone. What do weeds need? What do they love? They love rain. They need water. 
So what happened when we came back? Just go ahead and shout it out to me. I know you're in your car or you're doing the dishes or cooking, but what do you think I came back to after our fabulous vacation in California? What was in my garden? Yes, it was a buttload of weed. I don't know if buttload is a cuss word, but buttload means a whole, whole lot. Uh, a crap ton, buku, buku, that's a, a word from back in the day, a lot. So I saw that I was just like, I can't, I can't, I just can't. And we moved into fall, it got colder, and I just let it sit. And it really was an eyesore, but it's kind of not at the front of our home. It's off to the side. So I would see it, and I knew it was there, and it was telling me, you better come and give me some attention. But I was like, look, y'all, it's the winter. Y'all ain't doing nothing no way. Y'all ain't growing no way. So I'm going to leave you alone. However, I did have some collars, some collars that I was supposed to have taken up. The root on collars are so, so thick that I actually didn't pull it out of the ground. I just cut it off. Guess what happens to collars when you kind of cut off the head? It grows back. Ooh, it grows back. I have since taken those leaves, cleaned them, and they're in my freezer ready to eat. But the whole winter, they were looking at me. Those collars were like, we still here. This garden still has purpose. It still has a use. Come clean us. All right, I did it. So what I do know is that when winter is over and it starts to get warmer, that is when weeds really, 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 really take off. And so if I was going to clean it at any time and get all the weeds out, it was going to be now. So the beginning of March, that's when I started cleaning it out, pulling out all of the weeds. I mean, y'all, it was so bad. I had to take a weed eater. I had to take a weed eater and cut down all of the tall weeds just so I could get down to um, to the raised bed part so I can even pull up the other weeds. So I cleared out all of the weeds with the weed eater, bagged those up. Then I went ahead and did Roundup because it was just bad. Honestly, you don't have to use Roundup in your garden, but I was a little bit overwhelmed. So the ones that weren't dead, and the, the way you know that a weed isn't dead is that it's, it's green. So the ones that were green, I used Roundup on half of the garden, thinking it would make it easier to take this out. Come on, God. This is coming together. Y'all, I'm telling you, I don't have no script, but this is coming together. Let me just say that my Roundup represents medication. Hold that thought right there. So... My husband, God bless him, he came down and helped me some. He helped me a lot, actually. Shout out to Craig. But it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. And I'm still not done as we speak. Um, the walkways are completely overgrown. Walkways meaning just kind of where we, we walk so we don't step on the plants. That has to be redone because all the weeds have taken over there. But as I pull back the weeds and I see that brown dirt, one sign that you know that your garden is still alive and well is when you get down in the soil, you still see worms and you still see bugs. And I always, I started with great soil. All right, thank you there again. I started with a good foundation. 
And so as I pulled out the weeds, I see that I'm going, that I still have good soil. However, you've got to put lime in it and I've got to put some compost in it just to kind of put back in the nutrients that the weeds took out. And I haven't tended to it over, you know, several months. So I've got to replenish. I've got to replenish the soil. So as I've talked to you today, we're fast forwarding. We're going to something different. I do Pilates three to four times a week. The day after I was in the garden, I went to Pilates class, seven o'clock in the morning, and I was so sore. My hamstrings, my wrists, I just kind of ate. It was a lot of hard work. I was supposed to be getting in that garden every single day, but because I worked so hard cleaning out the garden, I just couldn't do anymore. And the thought came to me, Benita, if you would have just kept the garden clean, kept all of the weeds out, you wouldn't have to work this hard. You wouldn't have to struggle. You wouldn't be sore. Now, you know, with a reason. But it, and it also wouldn't be this sense of urgency. Like, I got to get this done before it gets really warm, because it's going to get bad. So there's some pressure that I'm putting on myself. And what is that pressure? That's stress. Okay, so Dr. V, what's the lesson from the garden? This is the lesson. The garden represents our body. The garden represents our body. We started with a good foundation. We have everything that we need in our bodies for it to thrive, for it to heal itself, for it to help us move physically, for it to help us stay balanced mentally. We have everything we need. Everything we need. I believe in the good Lord above, and he gave us a good foundation. The weeds represents the consequences of our lifestyle. All right, so when we don't eat well, and our cholesterol levels go up, and when we have diabetes, that causes certain problems in our body. It causes certain problems in our body. We don't feel our best. It can start to affect our blood pressure, which if we don't control our blood pressure, ultimately, you can start having a headache, beat up your kidneys. Diabetes can beat up your kidneys. You can start to have autoimmune conditions with all of the, the processed foods that we eat. Our body's like, what the heck is this? I don't know nothing about this. God didn't say nothing about no cauliflower, butyrate, citrate, nitrate. Like they don't, the body doesn't know what that is. And so that causes inflammation. So us living a lifestyle, we're not active. We don't sleep well. We, our stress is unmanaged. Not only is it unmanaged, but our stress is, it's a lot. Like it's, it's heavy stuff. And all of this is preventable, all of it. It's not easy, but it's possible. It's possible to prevent some of the things that pop up in our garden, like diabetes, high blood pressure, thyroid conditions, obesity, heart attacks, strokes. And so recently, one of my church family members has had a stroke. He's going to be fine. We thank God that he is still here with us. He is making a miraculous recovery. 
But what he has to go through to get back to where his body was is a lot. Again, I'd rather him have to go through that than to be six feet under. So we'll take it. My garden is overgrown and I'm going to pull the weeds out. So I'll take it because I still have my garden. But it just brought to my attention that it's so much easier. Well, it's better to prevent a stroke than to recover from a stroke. Keeping your garden clean, free of weeds and junk, keeping your body clean, free of junk, prevents problems in the future. It just does. And you can enjoy it more. And you can can live off of the benefits of your lifestyle, of your hard work. And that is, I believe, the way God intended for us to live. He didn't intend for us to be sick. He didn't intend for us to be depressed. He didn't intend for us to, to sit on a couch and watch Netflix and scroll through social media. Although, that's everything, every message that's kind of pulling us to it. And so we're going to have to resist those things that are calling us to it. The food that we eat, the processed food, it is manufactured. It is manufactured to light up your taste buds and be so good. So much so, if I give you a fresh peach in season that's so sweet, it might not compare to the smoothies you've eaten or to the ice cream that you've eaten because your taste buds have changed. And so we're going to really have to be intentional about pulling away from those things and setting some time aside in our garden to take care of it. When we do that, we get joy and we get to unplug. And that is what is needed. That's what is needed. So your body is the garden. The weeds are the consequences of our lifestyle. And it's easier to prevent than to recover. And let's be honest, y'all, some people are not recovering from some of the damage that they have done. When you mess up your kidneys, you got two. Okay, we got a good foundation. God gave us two. So two can last you through a lifetime. Even one can. That's how good he was and how far ahead he thought about it. But if you mess them up and you don't have them anymore, then you go on dialysis. Thank God for dialysis. However, you either have to do dialysis at night in your home or you have to go to a dialysis center three days a week and spend several hours of your day. So would we rather be doing that or not? We'd rather not. So I haven't done a solo episode in a while. This was just really, really heavy on my heart to bring to you guys that it is so important to to really focus on prevention. It's important to focus on prevention so that we don't have to recover from some of the things that we do to our bodies. And let me speak into the mic. I'm not a saint. I don't have it all right. And so I'm doing some of the same things that you guys are, but I'm not where I used to be. Not where I used to be. I don't eat as much meat as I used to. I eat more plants. I exercise. I exercise more. My stress level has gone down. And I'm intentional 
about getting my sleep. I am taking care of my garden because I'm not letting those weeds build up. I'm going to be sore, broke down. And look, I might be so discouraged. I might throw in the towel and do nothing and just let it become a forest. Not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I know the beauty of the garden. I know the beauty of my body, what it can do. And I'm here for a purpose. Got to live, right? Got to live. And there's something I'm here to do. So going back to what we were saying about the Roundup. So Roundup, I was hesitant because I have an organic garden, but I was hesitant to put Roundup because I thought it's going to stay in the soil and it's going to affect my uh, harvest, my fruit. But uh, at the garden center, they're like, no, it's deactivated. It only works through the leaves, through the, through the system of the plant. So it's not going to pollute my soil. But it was an easy way. It was an easy way to go ahead and kill these weeds and to make my job of cleaning out the garden um, easier. One side I used Roundup. The other, I was like, you know what? Let me just get in here. There was a, a little, it's a little um, a square-shaped tool that kind of helps you pull up the weeds. But it wasn't a medication. And it was, it was probably harder. Well, probably not. The soil was wet. So you, when you're pulling up weeds, you make sure the soil is moist and it makes it easier. I had a little over about a, a gallon and a half of Roundup and that cost me about 25 bucks. I sprayed it, came back the next day. They were yellow. They weren't really, really dead. So I'm trying to get this done because I'm trying to get the soil in before it rains. Again, a sense of urgency. And what I see is that, you know, it really didn't make it that much easier. I mean, I guess if I waited a full week or two, maybe, but it really didn't make it that much easier. And I spent more money and I potentially risk harming my garden. All right, where are you going with this, Dr. V? So, yes, you can use medications to treat and manage some of your diseases, but 80% of the diseases are preventable with your lifestyle. So you can invest the time, you can invest the effort of using your lifestyle to treat these conditions instead of the Roundup. Save your money, child. They got side effects anyway. Now listen, I know there's a, there's a disclaimer at the end of this podcast that I'm not your doctor. So I'm not telling you to come up with your medications. And I'm not telling you that there's not a place for medications. When you first get diagnosed with diabetes and your blood sugar is 300, yeah, you probably need some help. Or your blood pressure is really, really high. You probably need medications to control it until you can implement lifestyle. But the goal, the goal is always going to be to come off of the medication and use your lifestyle. So I ain't getting in this situation again. I'm preventing the weeds from growing. But if weeds pop up, I'm not using the Roundup. Because I'm in prevention mode, I'm playing offense and I'm not on defense. Anytime I see weeds, I'm going to start pulling them up. Actually, I'm putting over this fabric so that the weeds don't even get light, so that they don't even get water, so they don't even really grow. Okay, that's another show for another time. What things are, can you be intentional about so that you don't feed those bad habits? Okay, all right, I'm liking sugar, right? 
So, Craig Renato, please don't bring pecan clusters from Costco up in the house. Please, I mean, and we y'all know how Costco and Sam's are. You get the big industrial size. Okay, maybe one or two pecan clusters, but not a whole canister full. That would be, I hope you are listening to this. I told y'all, I love my husband. He helped me clean out the garden, but he also brought those pecan clusters in there and not good for me because I'm going to eat them. So intentionally leaving those things out, that's like you putting over the fabric, over the weed, over the soil that contains the weeds, right? Over the cravings that you have. Like if I'm craving sugar, I can just walk to the pantry now, the closet, and get a pecan cluster. If I have none of that in my house, then what am I going to have to do? Okay, maybe I'll go to Sonic or maybe I'll go somewhere and get some ice cream or maybe I'll have to drive somewhere. But it's going to be inconvenient for me to feed that craving, to feed that habit. All right. So those are just lessons from the garden. Keep your garden clean. Prevent the weeds from growing. This is doable. This is doable. We've got a problem, y'all. There is too much to do and not enough time. Your personal life takes a back seat to a profession that you have spent decades training for. Your calling seems to be burdensome in a system that does not prioritize your well-being. You do not have to live this way. When you take care of patients, who takes care of you? I'm Dr. V, a burnout consultant. And you need me as your personal coach. I take care of the healthcare provider that takes care of everybody else. Go to officevisitswithdrv.com and click on the coaching tab. Schedule a free discovery interview so I can learn more about the life that you need to be fulfilled. Please, please continue to listen to Office Visits with Dr. V because I'm going to be bringing you all of the knowledge, all the education the people that are going to help us prevent disease are going to help us keep those weeds out of our garden. I'm also finally launching my lifestyle medicine practice, so it will be virtual and in person. So if you're in North Carolina, you can come see me personally. But if you're elsewhere, we can do a virtual consultation. And so I will look at, um, I'll do a complete intake of your history and look at all of your labs that you've had done. I'm not your doctor. I am going to be an advocate for you. And I'm going to partner with you to educate you about where your health stands right now. I'm going to educate you about any diseases that you have. Do you really understand what high blood pressure is and what it does to your body? Do you really understand what diabetes is and what it does to your bodies? What are these medications that you're taking? Do you understand what they do to your body? Do you understand that these medications that help your insulin levels go down, that if you didn't eat so much sugar, that naturally would lower your insulin levels? Y'all, this is not, this is not rocket science. It's so easy. And again, the body was created to take care of itself and to do it well. And so um, those are the services that I'm offering. Um, and I would love, I would love to help you with it. Listen, if you don't work with Dr. V, that's fine. I just want you to keep listening and I want you to keep spreading this information. And I want to keep planting the seeds. Again, I'm a gardener, right? So I'm planting seeds. Some people don't even know that diabetes is reversible. 
Don't even know it. Don't even know it. So, yes, I'm an OBGYN. Yes, I've taken care of women since, what, since 2002. Yes, I'm a surgeon. But now I feel that God is calling me to help us get well and to take care of the bodies that he has given us. And I'm committed to it. It's not about money for me. It is not about fame for me. God has sent me as a messenger at this time to help you be your better selves. And I'm going to leave you with this caveat too. This is a, I should trademark this, but the basis of my healthcare model also rests with purpose. Why are you here? What is it that you're supposed to do here at this time? Some people are not taking care of their garden because they don't feel like they have a purpose or any reason to be here. There's nothing, nothing special about them. And so we'll get into more of that if we work together in the future. But guys, take care of your garden. Keep the weeds out. It's easier to keep the weeds that pluck up one little weed than to clean out the whole garden. It's easier to prevent the stroke than it is to recover from the stroke. And again, you might not recover back to 100%. And we don't want that. And we don't want that for you. And it is preventable. And I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that to give you the facts and then let you decide. Okay? So thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And I know that something that I said has pricked your curiosity, has planted a seed that you want better. And if it didn't do nothing for you, send it to somebody who you think it will help, okay? I am in love with you, and God has sent me to tell you that he loves you too. So thank you again for listening to Office Visits with Dr. V, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Office Visits with Dr. V. I would love to stay connected. So please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Office Visits with Dr. V and on LinkedIn at Benita Vernado, MD. Share this information with your friends and colleagues. Like and subscribe. You know the drill. Also, go to officevisitswithdrv.com backslash connect and leave your email to receive updates on everything that Dr. V is doing to introduce you to your new life.